And Scott, good evening. And it's Charlton's Do Disney, back with another After Dinner Disney. Halloween edition, ooh. <laughs> the day after well, Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's the 1st of November. Yeah, and you know what? It's Christmas already, I think. I think that you see people talking about it, but it is true. As soon as November the 1st comes around, it's Christmas. But the weather's like, like it's, it's dark early, it's cold, it's wet, it's a bit windy. Yeah, I know. Like it feels a bit Christmassy. It's feeling quite wintry, actually. So I want to put like the, uh, the, the, like the log fire on the TV. just And just whack the heating right up. And yeah. Drink cocoa and... Yeah, ooh. After this, we're going to have some hot chocolate. Yeah, okay. And the s- s'mores. Oh, yeah. We brought back um, some graham crackers when we came back from Florida, and we've still got some left. So. Yeah, so we basically had proper American s'mores last weekend for the very first time ever. Now, I had been told, or I'd probably read online, that s'mores were basically exactly the same as digestive biscuits. They are not. That is such a lie. They are not like digestive biscuits. I mean, I guess that's probably the closest thing we have in the UK. No, they're exactly the same as... What are those little cookies? You used to get them like in a little box, um, and they had like Disney faces on when you were kids. Cartoonies. Yeah. They're, they're, it's the same kind of as the cartoonies biscuit. So cartoonies, for anyone younger than us, cartoonies um, were not around for very long, probably in like the late 80s, early 90s. What you can get today is something called Hello Panda, uh, no which idea. is a Japanese biscuit. It's like in a little box. It costs... 25p i think and it's exactly the same yeah it, it is kind of like it's the, like that it's it's, a, it's that. got way more snap than crumble so a digestive is quite a crumbly crummy type biscuit yeah where the graham cracker is quite snappy it's, it's quite like light it's like it's like if if you think of digestive as gravel then graham crackers <laughs> are like slate that's technical but they 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 do look kind of like a rivita Kind of they like a. Don't. They do. They look. look like, they look like they're going to taste savoury. Only because of that, they're rectangular. But other than that, they don't look at all like a rivita. But just because it's rectangular. I yeah, I think that's probably. Do, does right. our table look like a rivita? No. <laughs> I tell you what, they they taste real good. Yes, and with the chocolate and the the um, marshmallow roasted over a fire. Roasted over a fire. Do you roast a marshmallow? They were roasted. What well, roasted? Toasted. Toasted. That's yeah. the one. It's chestnuts that roast over an open fire. Yes. And back to Christmas. Anyway, um, I think next time we do them, the only thing I'm going to do different is I'm going to buy thinner chocolate because I bought very chunky chunks of chocolate and it just didn't melt when you put the hot marshmallow on it. So I'm thinking getting some nice thin pieces of chocolate. Just no, what you want to do is just melt the chocolate that we've got and put it on to one of our silicone like baking trays. So melt it down in like a Bamarie type thing and then pour it out into the silicone so you spread it quite thin and then you can cut it into the exact same shape as the graham cracker so it fills the entire thing. Now that sounds very economical but unless you're volunteering to do that yourself I'll do it, I get to lick the bowl. Get to lick the bowl, I'll do it. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, definitely want s'mores again. They were really good. They were definitely worth bringing home the two boxes. I think we've got a good box and a half left of the crackers so we'll be eating s'mores until New Year. So, what are we doing this evening? What's the plan? What are we chatting about? Well, this is it. I was kind of stuck for a topic for this week. I've got so... loads of topics. How can you be stuck? Got topics <laughs> well, I for days, come for to years. <laughs> but, um, well, I, I do have topics, but things I probably want to talk more in the future. It was just kind of this week that I was stuck on. So, I reached out to our kind of online friends and community on Instagram oh, this week. A very American chopper of you. I know. They're always reaching out somewhere. <laughs> I haven't seen that show Normally just ages. to each other. Yeah. Reaching out to each other. You're With just, a fist. You're just phoning your brother up. What do you mean reaching out to him? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, so I basically asked some people to make suggestions for a topic that we could discuss. And we got quite a few responses back. And they were all really different from one another. I don't know what they are. So, you don't know, you haven't seen. I'm in the dark. I I actually figured that what we would do is we'd kind of just treat it like a kind of ask us anything, which we haven't haven't done on the podcast before. We've done it on YouTube. Um, But I thought I would just bring all these questions together and just go through them one by one. So you want to ask me anything? Yeah. Or ask anything? Yeah. In fact, the first response I got back, um, we're not going to answer on this podcast because someone asked if we would... Are you going to say who they are? Are you going to name the people? I'm not. I'm going to keep it a mystery. Um, Someone asked, would we do uh, a discussion on Disney Vacation Club? 
because that would be really useful to get our perspective on it. Now, well, we've talked about this Yeah, recently. Two, two things. One, we have talked about it. Um, we have a YouTube video which um, we made. Gosh, when did we make that video? It was not long after we made our purchase. Start of the year? year. Yeah, January, February? Mm, no, it was later than that. It was the oh, summer. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so if you go to our YouTube channel and kind of scroll back towards the middle of 2019, uh, we did make a video all about how we ended up making the decision to make why, our purchase. Why we did yeah. it, yeah. Um, and kind of what the amount of points we bought, why we chose that, how it all Just, there's, there's so much in there. there was, it's a it's a long it's video. It's pretty extensive. Um, and it's definitely, if you're British and you're kind of umming and over DVC, it's a good video to watch um, because I think being British and, and not being American does influence your decision a bit. Anyway, that's there. Also, uh, I think possibly this weekend or at least in the, the next week at some point, we're going to be making a video... Uh, on a kind of DVC update. Yeah, so we, I think we're going to talk about our experiences so far, staying in DVC resorts as DVC owners. Mm -hmm. um, we've stayed in three of them. Um, and also our experiences of booking DVC and using the DVC website uh, and all that kind of jazz. So um, if you are interested in that, keep an eye out on our YouTube because that's where we will be doing it. Um, but yeah, in the next couple of weeks, that'll be up and you can go and have a gander at that yeah definitely and i think because dvc is is you know something we're going to be part of for a very very long time till we die <laughs> till we die in disney world when you're how old 90 I, I'm gonna, whatever is that when our lease ends whatever is the most hardcore roller coaster that they have when i'm 90 because <laughs> that is when our lease ends i will be 90 when it ends then i'll i'm gonna die on that okay hopefully fly out of like the the car whatever whatever the um ride whatever is. the ride is just <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want to go. Okay, then that, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, okay, I'm moving on to the next question. Uh, someone has asked me to talk about uh, which parks we think are best for street entertainment. So I guess by that they mean maybe musical performances or kind of characters walking around and interacting with people. Um, maybe dance or show performances, you know, on a smaller scale. So it kind of, it, it depends what you want, really. Because there's, there's lots of different kinds of um, performances. Um, uh-huh. Because there's, there's the obvious, you know, characters that walk around in various parks. I think mainstream... You mean like movie characters? It, like Disney characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if, if Main Street has, like, a plethora of characters, because it has the citizens of Main Street... Yes. It will have the Dapper Dans. Yes. It will have the band that will play there occasionally. The it, trolley show. The trolley show. So, you know, you've got dancing, you've got music, you've got entertainment. And, and the citizens of Main Street will sing and perform and whatnot. But actually, you can just stay and mingle and chat with them for, like, ages. You can. Sometimes I stay out for hours. And um, this year... Uh, we got to see the citizens of Main Street do a musical and singing performance with the Dapper Dance, that which was really I good. didn't. I didn't know that happened. I hadn't seen it before. I've seen the Dapper Dance singing loads of times over the years. And that will be on our vlog soon. It will be on our vlog soon. It was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was really good. And and I think Main Street's good for for that kind of thing. Magic Kingdom's good for that. And you also get the band that will play more around the storybook area. So by the the the. Um, oh, by circus. the big top souvenirs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get the big, the big band down through there, but they also play outside the castle in the hub area. Yeah. Kind of all over, really. There's a few different key spots. Um, you you get um, Captain Jack Sparrow around um, by Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Does he still have the stage show there? Or is it is it just like more of an interaction? Uh, I don't know. I heard it was on, and then I heard it was cancelled, and then I'm sure we saw him. On their meeting, we, we people. Saw, it might have just been like a meet and yeah. kind of thing. So, so Magic Kingdom's good, but but specifically in Magic Kingdom, it would be Main Street, I think. Mm -hmm. But then you have like in Paris and Epcot, you and and Italy and whatnot. You have a lot of street performances. I hadn't even thought of that. You mean and like the, um in the France Pavilion? You're talking about like the chef and the waiter with the like chairs and the, the balancing. Chairs. You have yeah. the mimes in Italy. I'd forgotten all about that. You have the band that plays in the UK Pavilion. I think like more of an Irish or folksy kind of... Um, I think I think that's been canned now. It, they were there when we were there. 
They were there in August. Were they called the British Revolution? No, 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 not the ones that play in the pavilion. There's outside of where the tea shop is. Yeah. Like between the tea shop and the, the shop that, that like sells oh, coats of arms. Do you mean like arms. a kind of folky band? Yeah, it's like yeah. like 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 Mumford and Sons light. Yes. That's what it's like. With an Irish drum. Yeah. So outside yeah. the Rose and Crown, just over towards the tea shop, they're over there. Yeah. And it's just just a four piece. It's just acoustic. Yeah. They're very Irish. There used to be, I, I, I don't think we ever stopped to watch it properly, but there used to be like a theatrical performance on the street in the UK pavilion as well with guys dressed up. I don't know if it was like in, I want to say medieval type costume, but I think that might be wrong. Um, and they used to do like a kind of theatrical performance where they would get people involved in the performance. Um, never stopped to watch it though. Probably should have done. It's seen not that, there anymore, I don't think. F- yeah, I've seen that a few times. And you've got... Um... Obviously, in Canada, you've got the stage, you've got live music in Canada. Uh-huh. Um, the American Pavilion, there's always something going on. Um, I'm trying to think what there is. In oh, Japan, you've got the um, drummers on the temple. And then there also, this was years ago that we saw this, but do you remember there was um, like an artist doing sugar art in Japan? Do you remember seeing that outside yeah. Mitsukoshi? Yeah. And it was, you had to be kind of close because it was all kind of miniature, but it was fascinating. It was so good. And you have over in the Mexican pavilion, you have like the whole Coco show with the oh, Moriarty band. Again, that got taken away. Well, the Moriarty band is still playing. They the Moriarty band is still there. The Coco yeah. thing got taken away. I think the Coco performance is being brought back for a one-off performance, maybe once or twice. That's not really. Well, it still has the Moriarty it, but... band and the, the dancers and singers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, China, you have the acrobats. Yes. So there's, there's quite a lot, and I'm sure we're so missing I, out. And, was, and you have the, the Vikings in Norway. Oh, those They, guys they are, are amazing. The funniest things. And at Christmas, they have like loads of cool stuff in Norway as well. Because they have the, the Well, they have Santa the, the holidays around the world. So they actually have in various pavilions, um, and we've only seen this on, on vlogs because we've never been at Christmas time. Um, you have certain kind of tellings of that country's story of Christmas. So in Paris, you have Père Noël, you have Father Christmas in U- the UK, and then you have, like you say, in Norway, their version of a Christmas story as well, and whatever their version of Father Christmas is. Um, that looks really good. I'm, ugh, Christmas, I just want to go there at Christmas so badly one day. It will happen. Yeah, in a couple of years. Um, once the Bosch is joining the RAF. Yeah, when, once he's... Yeah, well, you know, maybe he'll come with us. Um, when he's paying. When he's paying. In Future World, um, occasionally there's musical performances... Um, I seem to remember like um, drummers, acoustic drummers over towards Mission Space on that side. Um, I don't know how recently I last saw that. Um, and there was for a while, and again, we haven't seen this. I don't, it might have been cancelled. There was that um, Bunsen and Beaker uh, kind of thing in front of Spaceship Earth. Do you remember seeing that on some vlogs? Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what that was, but it looked cool. It was Muppets, so it probably was very cool. So, um, in Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. you have, like, I can't remember their names, but they're like the equivalent of the citizens of Main Street. What are they called? Are they the citizens of Hollywood? I, I That's know. what I want to call them. It probably that, that, isn't That sounds name, like but... it's wrong. Yeah. Um, like, you're providing a lot of misinformation. It probably is, yeah. So, okay, fake news. But the the they're really good, though, and they're really funny because they stop and do a lot of comedy stuff. So, you can have interactions. They do improv. They, they yeah. just pretty much do real improv because and they, they are really cool they're really funny and you can like stay talking with them like in character for ages yeah in particular betty shambles yeah if you're not familiar with who betty shambles is please go into youtube type it in watch her because she so is funny. hilarious she is an amazing character actress the lady that plays her and and the character of betty shambles is is wonderful if you if you find out who she is and you're going to disney world soon go up and chat to her You'll have an amazing time. So what other live performances are there? Like, you know, let's like other than all the random Star Wars encounters, well, what is there in Hollywood Studios? Well, I mean, I would just would have said, you know, interactions in Galaxy's Edge. I don't think there's anything else. No, there's no kind of music or stuff. I feel like, like I'm really missing something, but I think we are. No, I don't, I don't think there is anything. Okay. And then um, Animal Kingdom. Okay, so there's got... a lot more in Animal Kingdom right now than there used to be. So you've got the various musical and dancing shows in Africa. Yes. Um, in Harambe. Yeah. I, I, there seem to be, 
um, a bigger variety of different performances going on in that space yeah. than in previous years. In previous years, and more it seemed frequently. to yeah, it seemed to only ever be the same performance and and you know very much the same people giving that performance each time that we would walk past and see it. Whereas this year. I definitely feel like we saw a variety of different performances, some more musical, some more dance-focused, um, but it was really good to see a lot more different things happening there. And then you've got in Pandora, you have the like the musicians at the drum show where it's a bit interactive, mm-hmm. um, and then you have the, the dude in the mech suit. Um, oh, that was amazing. I yeah, loved that. Outside Satuli Canteen. Yes. So and, and that goes on for a good... 45 minutes or so and there's interaction with the crowd it's really good fun um so yeah that's really cool um there's that dance party over in dino land i don't think we could count dance right parties. listen question why is the dino land music reggae <laughs> uh, like like if you listen to deep art radio so that the the dino land theme tune music whatever is a reggae song. And I've got nothing against reggae music at all. What I don't get... Is the connection. Is the connection between dinosaurs and reggae. Maybe dinosaurs like reggae. It's just... it just Maybe paleontologists like reggae. I don't know. It's just a weird pairing. It doesn't... You know, I don't know what it should be. You know? <laughs> the maybe, song's maybe, quite jarring for you, isn't it? it yeah. <laughs> it, it just doesn't... I don't know. What, what should be for dinosaurs? Something old. <laughs> classical music. Bit of harpsichord. I don't know. But reggae, for dinosaurs, I don't know. doesn't work for me. But anyway, there there is um, the the dance party thing. Yeah, thing. I don't think there's there's anything else. There is the new um, kind of live music performance slash dance party that happens um, not too far away from the Tree of Life. That was new this year when we went there. And also, I would I would count this as street entertainment. Kevin from Up, because it's not a meet and greet. No, he's just because walking around getting yeah. into mischief. No, no, Kevin's a girl. Kevin is a girl. I just always, but it always confuses me because he's called, she's called Kevin. Yeah, she's called Kevin. I know. Um, but I, yeah, I would class that as as street entertainment, definitely. Okay. I think I think that does it for all the ones that we can recall. But do you have any favourites in particular? I love I love Main Street. The thing is, it's it's. I think we have a bit of a, a common theme running, but it's a classical Disney thing. Mm-hmm. So the Dapper Dans are like iconic. Yes. The citizens of Main Street are brilliant in their character, uh, in the characters, and you can spend ages with them. Um, the trolley show, yeah, yeah Main Street, and, yeah. and it's the perfect background as well because the music is is loud and it's there. Um, the background looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me the trolley show is probably one of my favourites and part of it is um, to do with the outfits. seasonal outfits yeah. <laughs> and they have a different outfit for each season and, and they're all really beautiful it's just such a lovely show and it reminds me of old musicals and it just makes me happy cool Yeah. so I think that will do for entertainment um, someone has asked about having a teenager on a Disney World visit and how that affects your visit um do you, you know how do you handle that um i it, i don't i say i don't know obviously i do know because we we go with the teenager we took a 14 year old this year i think so going with him when he was younger and he's grown up kind of every year going yeah right is i guess the point now and maybe it's the same with adults as well, is you kind of regress to being a child anyway. Yeah. So age in that respect is almost irrelevant. But also, we we, we only have one child, so, you, you know, we're not having to cater for younger children at the same time. That's true. But, you know, for example, so, so this year, he's had days, I think, or one day, maybe a couple of days, where he's just gone off and done his own thing. So where we might have wanted to go and look at different parks or certain shows or different rides, he's gone off and done his own thing and gone to the Yeah, his own we've park. stayed in the same park as one another, but he's gone off on his own for two, three hours, done his own thing, went on his own rides, used, took advantage of single rider for a couple of things, and then we met up later. Or he went back to the resort because we were very close by. Um, and I think he liked that freedom. I tell you what I noticed that was different, and I think... Um, 
for anyone who is raising teenagers, I think one thing we can agree is that they definitely go through this thing where they kind of pull away from you emotionally slightly, especially at home in day-to-day life. And I was looking forward to this trip because I knew that for a couple of weeks I was going to kind of get him fully back for a couple of weeks. And that definitely was the case. It was nice to spend a lot of time with him. It was nice for us to kind of make jokes together, the three of us, and share memories of previous trips. And um, cause we've got like a whole bank of memories and special Since stories that we like tell. Two. Yeah. And so to be able to kind of enjoy family time um, and all of us be on the same page was really good. Um, the person who asked, said did we put any any restrictions on mobile phone usage i don't think we did um and i don't think there was any need to because he was kind of living it in the moment and enjoying it and we were really getting a lot out of that together so yeah and and, and he doesn't use his phone in that way anyway really does he no Not i mean if you i don't look i don't want to make any sweeping judgments here but it may be different if you have a teenage daughter um to yeah, a teenage those boy teenage daughters are a nightmare <laughs> i, I presume <laughs> But um, you know, I tell, I tell you what I did notice. So, so just just in pure you know practical terms, is that um, when he was younger, he'd quite freely go along with us in just more of the experiences. But now he's a teenager, he's more focused on wanting to do the rides, and he wants to go ride, 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 ride. Where we just want to kind of chill out a little bit and yeah. and enjoy the atmosphere and look at the things that are interesting and the. I was going to say architecture, but the design, the imagineering stuff. Um, but yeah, he wants to go from one ride to the next ride to the next ride. So he he's loving Universal Studios at the moment, um, which is cool. Um, yeah, he really and, does and, love Universal Studios. And he's going through that phase where Universal's kind of his favourite over Disney. Yeah. Just because it is ride, 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 ride. Um, but, you know, that that's that's cool. And, and I think that that's the thing probably more for, so with teenagers is that that's what they want. He doesn't want to meet characters. He doesn't want... He, he, yeah, he, so, this year he did not <laughs> want to do character meeting and whenever, at all. Whenever we um, had a, a dining um, reservation at a restaurant that had characters, every time <laughs> the characters would come around, he, he'd, like, disappear to the toilet. Yeah. Once they he got to kind of, like, two <laughs> tables away, he oh, I need the loo, and off he'd go... <laughs> He did, and then we got a fast pass as well to go um, to the character spot in Epcot, and he just sat on the oh, bench outside. outside. <laughs> Not coming in. And so it was just you and I that went in, and oh, I so don't I think know. that's the thing, and that's 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 just a teenager thing, I guess. But yeah, I think I think we've done uh, a good enough job of implanting that Disney love in him growing up that he'll come back. You know, just as he's emotionally kind of drawn away from us for a little bit now, as teenagers do, he's drawn away from Disney a little bit, and he'll just come back to it. Oh, but he still, like, wants to go. He won't, like, not go. Oh, yeah. Like, he loves Disney. Yeah, totally. It's just that he's loving it in a different way right now. Yeah, 100%. But, but yeah, that will that will change. Yeah. Um, somebody um, responded to my query and simply said, the park's at night. So whether that's... What are our favourite parks to spend our time in at night time or just what we think of them in general? I, I don't really know. So just share your thoughts on that, Scott. Um, Animal Kingdom's cool at night. Yeah. Like, like, like Animal Kingdom has never been one of my favourite parks. Like, I like it, but it's not been... Uh, yeah, it's just not been up there. Um, but at night... It is pretty spectacular. Yeah, the, the, and we the, made it our mission to go there at night this year. Or to Pandora we, more so, yeah. Yeah, we planned to do that in our previous trip. And the whole evening got rained off and it was right at the end of our stay. So we didn't get another chance to do it. So we were determined to make it happen this year. And we did. And yeah, you're right. It was brilliant. Pandora was amazing. Um, I'm not really bothered about um, Hollywood Studios at night. It's kind not of neither here nor the there, really. Moment. Well, hmm. Here's the thing. Galaxy's Edge looks amazing in the dark. But I've only seen it in the dark for being there at like three in the morning. Yeah, and we, <laughs> and we did it. we did the uh, early morning magic, uh, um, or early morning, early morning magic, where's that come from? Extra magic hours. Extra, extra, extra magic, magic hours. hours. At 6am. We did that twice. And so we saw plenty of Galaxy's Edge in the dark. We just saw it early in the morning rather than the evening. Now, had we not had the opportunity to go in early in the morning then perhaps we would be sat here going, yes, Galaxy's Edge and Hollywood Studios at night is great. The thing about Hollywood Studios, right, is it's not one of those parks where you spend a lot of time outdoors. Like, there's, it's not, there's, not, there's not the aesthetics where you hang out. So, 
And it's because it's not That's a sprawling true. park either. Because yeah. like, like Magic Kingdom, quite a sprawling park. There's lots of interesting things to look at and see and interact with outside. Mm-hmm. So and, uh, Magic Kingdom is amazing at night. I love Magic and And seeing the castle lit up, Main Street all lit up, the train station all oh, it just looks phenomenal. And um, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse at night is yeah, that's just awesome. winner. That's the best at night. Um, like I said, Animal Kingdom is really cool at night. Hollywood Studios, meh. Here's the thing, right? Hollywood Studios at the moment, I think you were right with the word aesthetics. Aesthetically, parts of it aren't that pleasing at the it moment. It feels really disjointed. One of the things I don't like about Hollywood Studios right now is the stage area for star wars yeah that's got to go now and and that to me i i'm just i feel irritated because i just want it out of the way i want that clean look down the street when you first enter the park they can all do the way to the there. chinese they can theater. have way more stuff there they can have, do all sorts and but you know star wars has its own land now so like just just move it it will go i'm sure it won't be around for much longer um now epcot is pretty cool at night like like the sounds and the way things look and smell everything at Epcot. Obviously, at the moment, you've got all the work going on in Future World. Yeah. So that's going to make a difference. Things like Test Track and stuff look and sound so different at night. The blue neon on Test Track at the front at night is awesome. Yeah. It looks so super cool. And you have that kind of dance party thing with the stage that goes down on opposite Test Track. Yeah, that, I don't know if that was temporary, but that was on while we were there, and that was very cool. Also, Mission Space, when it's all lit up at night, yeah, looks cool. really stunning. Um, I'm really hopeful for when everything's finally completed at Epcot, which is obviously going to be a while off, um, that they are going to bring lots of light and colour into Future World. Um, just, I'm hopeful for that with the way things are looking, with the preview centre and a lot of the art and the graphics that they've got for the new style of things. Um, to keep that kind of futury neony thing going. In fact, the way Spaceship Earth is lit up at night is just beautiful. Yeah. Some of the best photos of Spaceship Earth you see are ones taken at night when it's all lit up. So, um, World Showcase is it? It's nice at night because you see all of the countries in a different, quite literally, in a different light. Yes. You know, but but they do look <laughs> different. They have a different feel, different atmosphere, um, and you've got to experience them at night as well as during the day walking around world showcase at night especially with the torches lit and stuff it's awesome yeah yeah it's beautiful um, it's a really nice atmosphere and i think because you're walking you know you've got the lake on one side you've got these amazing you know representations of the countries that you're walking through it's it's got that real and you've got like lots of tree avenues and stuff it's got that real cozy feeling there's you're 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 only ever a few steps away from grabbing some food or drink um and there's just always something. Yeah. And so, so, you know, World Showcase is, is awesome. But I, I still think that Nighttime Park is Magic Kingdom. The thing about Magic Kingdom at night, mm-hmm. you, you you kind of find these weird nooks and crannies that you don't find during the day. It's really weird. You, you find these little places that are kind of like tucked away and lit up and feel kind of like secluded and secret. And So you're making me think of that time where I think it was actually during Not So Scary... Um, when not so scary wasn't quite so crowded as it certainly has been the last couple. You think of years. like when we had a doll whip and no, not whip. when we had a doll whip. We we had a funnel cake. Do you remember we got those free funnel cakes from Sleepy Hollow? Oh, I we think sat down around the back. We 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 just placed an order for something small. It was right at the end of the night, and they basically had funnel cakes going that they'd made extra, and they gave us a couple for free. And yeah, and we found some seating around the back there, and it was quiet. It was really hot. <laughs> I seem to remember, but it was it was just a new part that we hadn't discovered before, and it was peaceful after kind of stomping around and trickle treating for hours. But even when you go around to like um, around the Tiki Room and Jungle Cruise area, and you, you go off like behind the planting and stuff at night, it's like really different. Yeah. And then you go around when you're in Adventureland, um, around like parts of the Caribbean area. And again, you get all these kind of like little like nooks and crannies off the side and the way that things are lit differently. And it feels a lot more intimate. Yeah. Especially because it tends to be, I don't know if it's because it's quieter at night, because obviously things close in when it's darker. Um, it feels, yeah, it feels intimate. It feels more secluded. So yeah, but then you've got Main Street, which is just lit up like a you know fairground circus type thing. And it's stunning. stunning. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. And I think the music as well. The music works so well at night in, in Magic Kingdom. So yeah, nighttime, Magic Kingdom. But 
all others are great except for maybe Hollywood Studios at night at the moment. Yeah, I think that's going to change. Yeah. I'm hopeful. And the music in Dino Land. Uh, why is it reggae? <laughs> why is it reggae though? Why, okay. If you know why it's reggae, tell me why it's reggae. I don't. But I don't think like, they play that song. UB40 never once cracked on about dinosaurs. <laughs> they don't play that song. I'm sure in Dino Land anymore. I'm sure we only hear it on Deep Park Radio, and it's one of those kind of vintage songs from days gone by. And hopefully, it's just because people realise maybe this isn't the best fit, and just I don't know. Maybe they'll bring it back next week, um, next week, next year, and we can stand in Dino Land together and I'll sing it to you. No, no. I want them to get rid of Dino Land. That's controversial. But I don't like like those little like fairground stall things where you've got to pay. That's not Disney for me. You, That's like you Universal. Sh- yeah, you shouldn't have to pay for I something don't even, when you're in a park. I don't even like those in Universal. I no, really I, I, don't like those My idea of a theme park, you games. go in there and you don't pay for anything like that. So the fact that you've, they've got those things where you have to pay to try and win some pap on a little fairground, yeah. thing, I don't like that. I think it's not very Disney. And that whole area of Dinoland, I just think it's it's a bit bit wasted. It could be such a it's a such a, a a prime bit of real estate there, and it's just a bit poop. I seem to think remember we had ideas for what they could put there, but I they, they escaped me. Things now. like all like the eating areas are cool. I mean, it's a shame they can't obviously because it's not their IP because they you know. Updating it with Jurassic Park stuff would have been cool, but that's yeah, universal. But that universal now. But I think they need to do something that that isn't that and that what, stupid whirling. Is, what's it called? That, primeval whirl. I, I hate that ride. That ride dislocates oh, every bone it. in my spine. You love that ride. You need a chiropractor when you get off that ride. I love that ride. But the the, the food places and the store that they've got outside there, and that, that you've got the the um, oh, what those um. Uh, I don't know. Those like caravans called the silver ones that Airstream. An Airstream caravan. Yeah. So yes. you've got like the Airstream there, they've got the stores, the restaurant. That, that's all really cool. But then you've got that primeval world, you've got those silly fairground things, and all that space taken up by that nonsense is, sorry, Disney, but it is nonsense now. It, that should be gone. And they could put something really cool in there. What would be cool? What could go in there? I don't know. It would have to be dinosaur themed still because you've still got Dinosaur the Ride and you'd be keeping the other bits and pieces. Do you think Dinosaur the Ride's like going to last? I hope so. I love it. I, I love the ride. I just wanted to do that maybe, like, I don't know. No, don't know. I want it to last. I want it to last. Well, they could do something. They could do something, but, you know, not not what they've got. It, that's prime for another like decent ride there, though. It, I mean, there's enough space. Definitely enough space. Or a show. Is that what Animal Animal Park? Animal no, no. Animal Kingdom has plenty of shows. Oh, Not no, that we've got, seen them because yeah. it's got the Nemo show it's and got it's Lion got King. Lion King and it's got the Up Bird show. There's yeah. a lot of shows at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, another ride, another good ride. If you've got any suggestions for what they could replace Primeval Whirl and the spinny Triceratop thing, I don't know, Triceratop spin, it's probably called something like that. Uh, reggae Land. That's <laughs> what they could call it. They could have a Reggae Land. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Next. Next subject to talk about. Go on. Um, how do we, or what do we do, to get over the Disney blues? Well, firstly, number one way guaranteed to get over the Disney blues is to book another Disney trip. But that's not always possible. So if you can't book another trip, when we've been in that situation plenty of times before, what do you do? So deep part radio. Yeah, definitely. But I tend to wait. So I try to wait to put it back on for as long as I can after I come back. Um, so I kind of go a little bit Disney cold turkey, but then maybe kind of four weeks after, probably about four weeks when we got got back, beginning of October, middle of uh-huh. October, I started playing Deep Park again. And then we'll play Deep Park pretty much every day um, up until our next holiday. So Deep Park Radio is really good. Yeah. Um, there's... Obviously, watching other people's vlogs and podcasts and yeah, stuff. and the vlog thing is funny because I think we have a definite pattern with our vlog watching. So we'll get back from a Disney World trip, and then we basically won't watch any vlogs really for a couple of weeks at least because everything that's appearing in the vlogs, we were there when it was being filmed, so we just don't feel the need to to watch it so often. And then after that, we will watch them infrequently. But usually, by the time Christmas and New Year rolls around, and then we're like, right, 
we're going to Disney World this year and the countdown really starts to kind of count down properly and it's not so long off then we watch vlogs a lot more often and then like in the last three months before we go away we watch all the vlogs <laughs> and we just we basically have like a ritual of eating our dinner and then spending at least an hour watching vlogs almost every night of the week so and i think the other thing that's and whether you've got a, a trip booked or you're not sure when you're going to go next is trip planning so even if you don't know when you're going to go next start looking at like what restaurants you might want to eat at. yeah definitely start, yeah, go and download you know make get get all ridiculous about it get your little spreadsheet out love it but but download the menus for each of the places mm -hmm. um you know get photos together put little kind of albums together whatever you want to do but 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 plan where you you want to eat what you might want to do yeah. where you want to like what ride you want to go on or what all that kind of thing i think because planning really, planning is half the fun yeah it really satisfies that that kind of because you almost live it like when you're planning in your mind you're almost there and yeah. if, if you plan whilst listening to deep art radio put the little log fire on go on to netflix and choose the like birchwood log fire things on for an hour that'll do you <laughs> right put it on repeat are you but, giving your favourite Netflix selection a little plug there? Yeah, that Birch would look fire is awesome. <laughs> There's the classic, which is alright, but the Birch like spits a bit more. <laughs> more it's authentic. a bit more like a bit more crackly. <laughs> well, you're authentic. It's a real fire. They film like a real fire. It's not animated. On our TV. But but yeah, so stick that on. Get a bit of Deepak on in the background, right? Balance the volumes because you've got to hear this logs spitting as well as the Deepak. <laughs> and then yeah, go through, just look at all the different restaurants, look at the stuff that's going down. And when, when your your Fire Netflix video has run out, um, something else that's really good to pop on the TV is either the, um, I can't remember what it's called, but the video that you have in your, in, in your room. Is it the, like, Walt Disney World Today? Oh, WW Today. Yeah, it's with the music and it'll have, like, park times and from... I have, when, I, when I work from home, mm -hmm. that's what I have on the background. Really? Well, because sometimes I'll have deep art radio, but I can get distracted and I'll start singing along to like <laughs> Splash Mountain. I can completely believe that. And, and then i got to stand up because you can't sing and sit down. So then, you know, <laughs> stop work, stand up, sing Splash Mountain for five minutes. Yeah. And then, you know, before you know it, you've lost an hour. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if you put WW Today on, it's nice because every time you kind of like look up, the screen's changing, but it's not like that distracting. But it's just a nice little reminder, and the music's very kind of um. It's it's obviously Disney, but it's yeah. very subtle. And if you have TV in your bedroom and that's hooked up to the internet, then pop it on the TV in the bedroom when you it's wake good up to get in sleep the morning. Too. Go to sleep, yeah. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, if you turn on the TV and that's the first sound you hear, it's almost. It almost feels like being yeah, there. like waking up in the Disney mm -hmm. resort. Yeah. Um, Stacy's must Disney must do's must do Disney. Play that. That's on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. So yeah. So well, yeah. There's quite a few ways to get over the Disney. And booth. what we do as well, we we will have um like a Disney day. Well, this is back in the days when we would have like a year off between trips, and we get to that stage where. Well, we still did it. We did it before we went this year. Did we? Yeah. So we'll get we'll we'll have. Like a Disney breakfast or a Disney food, won't we? We'd do our very best to recreate the kind of like bounty platter style breakfast. Yeah, so very, very, you know, American breakfast esque or, or whatever things we want to add on to that. And we might even bring some other sweets into it and we'll have as well cinnamon rolls and really nice coffee and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then we'll, you know, we'll um, watch a Disney movie or two and. Yeah. All that kind of thing. So we're, we're every all the different things that we would that would happen or we would do whilst at Disney, we try and recreate as best we can at home for a day. Yeah. And have a Disney day. Yeah, definitely. So there's, there's there's lots of things you can do to get over the Disney blues, but I will still maintain if you can just book another trip. <laughs> and and if you can, um, and Home Sense is really good for this. They're kind of like the TK Maxx that doesn't sell clothes. Yes. People know what HomeSense is, right? HomeSense, TK Maxx. TK Maxx in the States is TJ Maxx. Um, it's the same company. Yeah. We just have TK Maxx. Do you remember TJ Hooker? That was um, Captain Kirk. No. Way off topic, anyway. Way off topic. I just like TJ Hooker. Um, but TK... No, wait. HomeSense. HomeSense. All right. Go and sort yourself out. Like, spend an hour sniffing all the candles. 
because you will like, like we do on a regular basis. Yeah, because you will find a cat. Don't worry about looking at the names because it's irrelevant. Because half the time they don't smell like what they say they're going to smell like anyway. Mm. But and keep going until you find a candle that smells like a part of Disney. Yeah. So we quite had, often you'll get one that smells like a resort um, or even some of the rides. Well, we had that one the other day that we, that we like burnt away in like a, a weekend that smelled of Pandora. Yeah, it did. It did. It smelled like um, flight, of flight passage. passage. Yeah. So so go and do that. Go and hang out at home scent. Smell all the candles. All the candles take you ages, but but do that, and then that will um, take you to your happy place. Yeah, definitely. Um, someone asked us to talk about transport, both between parks and around Walt Disney World Resort, and even to and from the parks themselves. I think from from the airport. Okay. Well, I think if um. So we we've rented a car a number of times in the past. Um, we've this is from the airport to Disney World, by the way. Um, so we've driven ourselves. We've done the Magic Express. We've done the Magic Express. We've done Uber. Yeah. We've done Lyft. Yeah. We've 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 done bus transport. We've we've done pretty much most things that you can do. Yeah. And so, what would you say is the best in your experience? <coughs> I think now, um, I would I would never get a hire car now. Um, I think that, um, with parking costs, fuel, the cost of the hire car, everything else. There's no real need to get a hire car. You think ultimately, <coughs> even with all the fares you might spend on Uber or Lyft, it's cheaper. Well, it depends. It's so, certainly so, more convenient. So, I I, th- I think from a from both from a com- convenience point of view, the cost of car rental, and I know if you're buying a package holiday, you might get a car included, which is you know fair dues. But um, for for from, I guess for our preference preferences, having the car was was nice in one respect. But I think you've got to pay for parking now in so many of the resorts and thing parks. Yeah, and the um, luxury of um, UK residents having free parking in resorts is going to be taken away. They took it away from US um, guests and held on to it for a little bit for UK, but I think it's now gone for UK too. But also, even the kind of the ease in some respects of going to some of the outlets and whatnot compared to actually, we, we've spent like best part of an hour trying to find a parking space at an outlet it was so busy on, on, on oh, one Oh, I remember trip. that. That was awful. I think that was Labor Day weekend, but even still. So, you know, if you're staying on Disney property, then the Magical Express from the airport to the resort and back again is obviously the way to go. Um, we've When we've stayed at Universal um, and we've gone there first from, from the airport, then um, it was Uber XL. I don't. All Ubers go to the airport now because it used to be it was only XL. Is that right, or is it still only XL and the one above that? I, I don't know. I was thinking about this, this the other day actually, and I was going to look it up and check because I had a feeling it had changed, but it might not have. So Uber and Lyft. Um, it's funny that the, the, the you know the holiday previous we used Uber a lot. The one that we've just come back from, we we used Lyft predominantly. And was um, that just driven by the fact that you got sent really good discount codes for Lyft? Yeah was mm. conscious of cost yeah but do you know what they're both really good the drivers are for the most part absolutely fantastic had some brilliant experiences brilliant chats yeah ha- had some completely silent rides but sometimes that's cool too well we're british that's what we do yeah but you know it, it, it's it's um it's really handy and it's just super cheap you know you haven't got to worry about directions you haven't got to like start getting into like like a full-on domestic because someone's reading the map wrong or you've taken a wrong turning or like us you drove into Lockheed Martin and almost got shot by the security um you haven't got to worry about finding fuel and all that kind of stuff or getting dinged up or by um getting done for speeding or for not stopping at a stop sign all that kind of stuff (laughs) because the cops do um look out for hire cars yeah, they do. Um, because nine times out of because it's linked directly to your credit cards. If they've got a quota to pick to um, to to get for parking um, fines or not parking but violations, um, then yeah, especially with Brits because we all with our stop signs over here. You don't have to stop. We, you we can don't just stop. slow down and keep going on. if it's clear. Go well, on. I think we might have to stop, but yeah. I think we just don't because please don't do anything about it. Over here. <laughs> but over there, they will sit and and wait for you or follow you to wait for you to do it anyway. I'm sure someone's going to come on and say, no, they don't do that. Well, it's not what we've been told. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard that, well, anyway. But, but I would say that, that Lyft and Uber, for the most part, hopping around from, we always use the resort transport pretty much. So if we're staying in Disney, we'll use the Disney buses 
to get to wherever we want to go mm-hmm. or the Disney Disney transport in some way so the boats or the buses or, or whatever yeah um, for going to the outlet or for going to say Universal if we're at Disney or vice versa you know by the time if you go to a Universal from Disney you're paying $20 to park then you've got fuel then you've got the hassle of driving and everything else a lift is less than that um, you know and it's no hassle um, and it means if you want to have a drink you can have a drink you haven't got to worry about the hassle of the traffic. They can always take you... They, they know where they're going and they're yeah. finding shortcuts. And there are always promo codes and voucher codes online. It's always a way to save a bit of money. And you never have to wait. Literally, by the time you know, you've know you booked it, you, they're there. Yeah. It's so quick because they're always someone like right next to where you I, are. I remember um, last year, my mum went back to Florida with her partner for the first time in... Wow. 25 years something like that for a holiday and they hired a car and they had admittedly a bit of a disaster with their car hire experience on the first night and they basically returned the car and got attached to their hotel in the end anyway um so the next day she woke up i explained to her that she needed to use uh, uber in order to get around now that they didn't have a car talked her through the process she got it set up on her phone and the first time <laughs> that she ordered an uber she was in her hotel room when she placed the order on her phone and then she went out of the room into the lift down into the lobby and by the time she got in the lobby and out the front door the guy turned up seen that she wasn't there and driven off again you need to be in the right place to be picked up when you place the order for that car because they're just there's so many of those drivers in orlando obviously that you really never have to wait more than a couple of minutes for someone to turn up but I think I I I would still always use um, yeah Uber and Lyft now. I I would never I, get a hire car now because and also there's so much um, work going on on all the roads around uh, you know all along the I four um, that no matter where you want to go, even if you want to go you know, to an IHOP or a Denny's or go to Kiki's for breakfast or go to the outlet or Florida Mall or Mall Millennia or wherever you want to go, um, or even if you're going between Disney and Universal. Like an Uber is so inexpensive, or a Lyft is so. Inexpensive. You, you're talking about anything from five dollars mm-hmm. to like even the longest journey is only going to cost you fifteen, sixteen dollars. Yeah. And it's like you know, by the time you've done fuel and parking and all that kind of stuff and the hassle and the time, it's it's just ah, oh, it's so. There's easy. one exception easier. though that we can't speak for, be just because of our stage of life. Yeah, um, and that's that we've never had to, to use Uber or Lyft with car seats for smaller children. I don't know how more difficult that makes that situation because not every uh, driver has car seats. Although I do remember occasionally we've had to put like shopping in the trunk they've got them and in they've there. had them in there. But I think you can specify when you book. Okay, so maybe maybe the only downside is you might have to wait a little bit longer if there isn't someone like just around the corner. Yeah, I, do you know what? I can't imagine you would have to wait much longer. No, I well, mean, check it out. Because but... someone I work with is, is going out there in May and they've decided to ditch the hire car for the very first time and um, and use Uber and they have a four-year-old and they want a car seat for every trip. So it's going to be interesting to see how they get think, on. The thing is, I, like, I love driving in the States. and it, I think it's easier to drive in the States than it is to drive over here. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's really easy, straightforward. It's good fun. Um, but it just costs more, and it's more hassle. Um, uh, yeah, I would just use use Lyft and Uber. No worries at all. So, what's your favourite type of transport going between parks at the actual Disney transport system? Then uh, it's boats for me. By the way, I love travelling by the boats. The boats are cool, especially around the Magic Kingdom area. Yeah, going from Wilderness Lodge to like um, the Magic Kingdom, or even across to the Contemporary, is cool. Yes, and also. The times that we've stayed at Port Orleans Riverside, getting the boat down to Disney Springs. On the Sasagula. Yeah, just wonderful. I've loved that. So that's cool. But I like... So there's things I like about the bus. Right? E- even some of the things that, that like annoy me about the buses are things that I remember about the buses. And it's like the, those those things that kind of like, when you look back... You know, like when you look at like memories, even the pap stuff was fun. When you yeah. So like the, the buses, you know... There can be some pretty you know, some things about them that are annoying, but I like I like getting on there when you're really hot and the aircon is absolutely blasting. Yeah, that's a good feeling. But then the aircon is on so strong you can't wait to get off because you're freezing yeah. cold. 
Or if you have to sit on the back and you sit on that bit that's got the engine thing next to it. And it's really hot. Yeah. Well, that, that's good if you've been caught in the rain. And you dry e- and even, even in Florida when it's really hot, if you're soaked through, you can feel a bit chilly. Especially in the aircon. Yeah. So getting on a bus and then being able to sit on that back seat where you've got the heater. <laughs> it's not the heater, it's the engine. It's the engine. But the seats are essentially kind of heated. That's a nice feeling. <laughs> I do like that. But I, I like I like the voiceovers on the bus. So I I like I like the um, same as like on the monorail. Yeah. You know I I like the voices. But when you get back to your resort, yeah. Because all of the bus the resort buses when you get into your resort area, it plays very specific music for that resort. Yeah. Which is cool because that music sticks in your head. It does. And it's part of the memory of staying in that resort. Yeah. And the, the what the voiceover is saying and how it's saying it is in the style of that resort as well. So I, I think I like the buses because it brings, it gives us very kind of strong memories. memories. In fact, that reminds me that when we when we arrived there uh, at Wilderness Lodge uh, for the very first time this last trip, and we got checked in and we went to Disney Springs. We got on the bus and and that moment where we were approaching Disney Springs and that voiceover kicks in to say that we're now arriving at Disney Springs. I remember I turned to you and you and I both had the biggest smiles on our faces because you we didn't have to say anything to one another but we knew that just hearing that voiceover just was like we're here. We're so finally here. That, that's another cool thing to do and and back to that other question about how to get like by between trips and stuff. Yeah. Is little things like that. Um, even if you don't video it, just like record the audio on your phone or something. So record the audio of the voiceover bit on the bus, or you know, um, you know, whatever event it is, the sound of the, your magic band scanning when you enter the park, or fast pass, or the voiceover from a ride like like um, Haunted Mansion or something. Maybe if it's just in the stretching room part of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. You know, Record those things on your phone, but especially things like the the voiceover on the buses or on the monorail or all of that kind of thing. Oh, and then the monorail. We haven't even talked about that. But, but, I love the but, monorail. But, but that's the kind of thing. Then when you're kind of like, you know, feeling a bit homesick, um, just play those files back on your phone. Just play them back and it will just take you there. But especially things about the resorts, though, because, you know, if you've gone a few times or you're going to continue to go a few times... To collect those, the different sound bites from the, the, the transport at the resort is really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just that sensory stuff, isn't it? It's anything that's a sound or a smell in particular. Yeah. Um, it's just really, really good for kind of making you feel those really nice, warm, fuzzy memories. Um, just a quick nod to the monorail. Um, I That's just pure Disney magic for me even when it's a bit shaky which do you remember there was one time we went on the monorail this year and it felt really wobbly well, that... it, it, it kind of it didn't break down it stopped a couple of times on the track yeah. but I didn't know if it was because it was breaking down but there was an ambulance a bit further down um, towards uh, Grand oh, Floridian yeah, that's right. so it, it might have been stopping to give a bit of um, maybe like... someone needed some assistance getting off a monorail that was up ahead you mean no, like like the ambulance was just below the monorail track, off to the side. Oh, so something had gone on on the road down so, there. So maybe. maybe giving a bit of privacy to what was ever going yeah. on down there, rather oh, than that's the right you thing know to spectators do. going past as someone's getting hoofed into an ambulance. Yeah, but I, I just you know the sensation of being on the monorail, the way it moves, the way it makes you feel while it's moving. It's very very unique. To you know, you can go on buses anywhere in the in the world, and they all kind of feel the same. Um, but the monorail is a very, very unique sensation. What's cool about the monorail is well, there's the weirdness that you're 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 in very close proximity to other people, yeah. and you kind of you keep catching people's um like well, like making eye contact, another, so you yeah. keep making eye contact, and you like kind of like don't know whether to look away quickly or just kind of smile and acknowledge it. Is that well, weird? It depends. Thing? It depends what time of day it is. So if it's first thing in the morning. Everybody's excited. Everyone's in a good mood. It's all fine. You're all excited. You kind of all look at each other and smile. You're on your way to to Magic Kingdom or whatever. All good. At the other end of the day, people are hot. People are tired. People have children having meltdowns. People have had a big argument at the parks because I know it's like the most magical place on earth, but we've all had an argument in Disney World. Have you? Who (laughs) is? Not with me. No. Um, You know, and so then... There's this added kind of um, tenseness in those little... So someone's about to snap on the monorail any second. <laughs> that's not what I was saying, but I guess that's what I was saying, yes. But uh, but also, it, it's, it's good fun as well listening to people talk about 
their day or experience. Yeah. Because, you know, you get a lot of people where it's been, like, in the morning, it's their first day, they've never been to Disney before. Yeah. And you hear their conversation. Or at the end of the day, it's their first day. Or they've been going for 50 years. And it's really interesting hearing other people talk about stuff. So, you know, for a bit of people watching and eavesdropping, it's cool. But the monorail is awesome. I don't want the monorail to go. Anyway. I don't want it to go. It was really nice to get a chance to, to ride Monorail Silver, which has had its um, update this year. It's not too different on the inside. It's just everything feels a bit fresher and newer. But it still did have the monorail smell. Which I don't think you agree with me on the monorail smell. I, get it, go to Home Sense and get me a candle. I th- well, I don't think they'd sell a candle like it because to me, the monorail smells... No, not nice. Really? Yeah, it has a particular. I don't. I don't want to say it sounds like a barnyard, but it's I a the bit. Monorail smell like a barnyard. It's not fresh. It's not fresh. You know, fresh is the smell of when you walk into like Bay Lake Tower or Wilderness Lodge, and you get that nice like resort perfume. It's none of that. It's it's closer to the smell and interventions. <laughs> before they knocked it down um but i th- why I, did the, intervention smell so bad uh, interventions had the worst smell like the best aircon and the worst smell oh my gosh it just i'm sorry interventions smelled like poop. it it smelled like a vet's glove it was nasty <laughs> it was properly nasty it was so gross but you're right it had the best aircon and because it really wasn't being used for anything out of season um, it was just full up with tables. But the people and just people come in just... there and, and, and you'd see people sat there eating their ice creams and stuff. They'd go get an ice cream and sit in that thing. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Would you go and sit in a public toilet with a salad? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it stinks. It was real bad. But yeah, I don't know why. Uh, 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 and now it's forever gone. Yeah. I don't, you never know the smell might come back. <laughs> Whatever's there next. It'd be like the... some kind of ghostly presence. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it's a ghost smell. <laughs> a ghost smell. If, if anyone out there agrees with us on either the smell of interventions, may it rest in peace, um, or even the smell on the monorail, because that is a thing, I swear, the monorail doesn't have the best smell. Um, if, if you agree with me, please do let me know. Please do get in touch, because Scott seems to think it's in my head. But I know it's a bad smell. And, and if you are too confused, or you can explain the reggae link to Dinoland... <laughs> Please come round, bring some cake, and let me know. We'll have a chat about it. Yeah, there's probably people out there that hear you say, please come round and bring me food, who maybe want to come round and see you, and, and hear you say that every week, and yet you don't tell anyone where we live, which is well, the do you right know thing. If they really want to come round, they find me. Oh, please don't invite people to stalk us. It's like, it's like, it's like when, you know, someone like asks you for your number, and it's like, you just say that, if it's meant to be, you'll guess it. Oh, gosh. Remember that? <laughs> what, like, you used that chat line on me? No, I no. definitely, I would, if I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have given you my number. Do you not think so? No. No, I, hang on, you didn't give me your number. Exactly. My mum gave you her number and then you phoned me and then we went on a date. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's a whole other story. Um, there are a couple more suggestions, but I think we're just coming up on one more. I want one more. I want one more. Come on. It's oh, not, one more. This is going to be like... It's only been 58 minutes. Okay. Okay. Let's just have a little look. I need one more. Let's do a quick one. Flash round. Oh, my gosh. Well, they're kind of long ones. So no, you're just going to have to... I'll answer to... it really quickly, really succinctly. Go. Come on. Go. All right. What's your favourite ride? And which ones do you think should be updated or leave the parks altogether? So there you go. Three. What's your favourite? What needs an update? What needs to go? Oh... Oh, I don't know, because it is quite hard, because there's mm. several. It's like Kiss, Marry, Avoid. <laughs> yeah, go on, go what's your favourite? What needs to be updated? And what needs to go? Right, you go, you go. Oh my gosh, don't what, put me on the spot. Your, what's your favourite? Uh, right now, my favourite is Splash Mountain. But that changes, but right now, that's my favourite. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Pirates of the Caribbean is my favourite. Okay. But but because of it's got memories and attachment and stuff to it, so yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean is my favourite. Okay, for me, what needs to be updated? Uh, Carousel of Progress, but just the end scene. I would just like to see the end scene changed. I think the rest of it's fine. No, I, maybe the whole thing could go. I don't know. I do love it. At least the there you go. That's my answer. 
at least the end scene of Carousel of Progress. Yeah. Yeah, fair shout. What needs to be updated? Oh, it's so hard. Um, what needs to be updated? Can you help me? Uh, maybe Dinosaur? No. Like, at least... Because the, 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 the pre-show in Dinosaur is awfully dated. Yeah, that's, it's just... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Let, you go, let me think about it. What would you want to get rid of? Oh, I'm going to get shot down for this. Don't you say Country Bear Jamboree? I was going to say Country Bear Jamboree. Stop <laughs> Country Bear... Like, do not get rid of Country Bear Jamboree. I, oh, no, I don't like it. I don't like Country Bear Jamboree. I'd get rid of it tomorrow. Well, then, then I'm going to say the Tiki Room. I don't like the Tiki Room. Mm, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't cry. I, I just... Like, I get it, but... Like all these really weird accents. Like if the accents were performed by people from those actual countries, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're not. Uh-huh. Right, they're very like seventies comedy accents of people that like the stereotypical people from those countries. So uh, yeah, uh, I would like to see that. Yeah, yeah, get get rid of that tiki room. That's, that that is controversial. They should turn it into a tiki bar. Yeah, but there's only recently that, that they've kind of allowed alcohol into Magic Kingdom. Well, exactly. So they need to find somewhere to put a bar, don't they? Mm. Tiki room. Um, what do they need to upgrade, Hannah? I don't know. We, I think we seem to have like gone with Magic Kingdom on everything here, but that's probably because Magic Kingdom has the highest kind of density of uh, attractions. Oh, what about like the whole seas with Nemo and friends? That needs a whole revamp. No, I think you should get rid of that. Get rid of it altogether? Yeah. Get rid of that as well. In fact, yeah, I keep the tiki room just for um, you know, it being old time say, and get rid of um, Nemo because that is rubbish. That's rubbish. It is. It yeah. It well, I mean, the whole like retheming with Nemo was just like putting a sticking plaster on something because perhaps when it opened, you know, in eighty two, and it if it opened in eighty two, the opening of the park as what was it, the Living Seas. It probably was really, really cool. And I think, at least at that time, wasn't it like the biggest um, aquarium in America? Like, the, the you know, in terms of the amount of water. Well, the, it's not held. about... The ride is... It's the ride that's poor. So it's not... like Having, like, a water interaction thing with an aquarium and stuff is cool, but the ride itself is Maybe poor. Maybe you've got little kids. It's they should chuck in Crush's really Coaster from Paris. Now that's a good ride. But but do it so it doesn't break down every five minutes. Because Crush's Coaster in Paris... Why? Why does that ride like, break down every five If you join the minutes? queue in, in Crush's Coaster, it would have broken down before you get to the front of the queue. Guaranteed. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Guaranteed. Um, that's why you need to go to Disneyland Paris for at least four days, just so you get at least one chance to ride Crush's Coaster when it isn't broken down. That's true. Um, update. I've got an update. Oh, okay. It's a small world. Ooh. I think they need That's to just because you want to make your movie. Yeah, I think they need to put Will Ferrell in it, <laughs> right? and also, but they need they need to cover the ceiling. Like yeah. I, I love it's a small world, right? And you look around and you're all into it and all the little kind yeah. of dancers. What? Because they're not kids, are they? They are they're children. Just, what, but are they? I just I want I want them to be a whole new like race of thing, like little things. Oh, you mean they're not human? Well, now like, you're getting weird. No, they're like they're humanoid, but like like fraggles are humanoid, you know, and and muppets. Are I've humanoid. just always thought of them as children. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. I want them to be like. Which whole... is weird because it, I have always considered that when you go through the final scene of It's a Small World, it's like heaven because everyone's in white, and it's like utopia. And they're no longer in their separate countries. They're all in the same place together. So it's kind of like a bit dark. Like no, because that's the end of the movie. Heaven. When they're all happy and they just go, they've, they've abandoned all their own countries and they go to World Showcase at the end with Will Ferrell in the evening. Oh, so it's like a, like a one world thing. Well, no, because they all go to World Showcase, which is all separate. Okay. But they're all content. They don't need to go off back, like travelling the world and getting okay. in trouble. But, so they're not dead? No, they're just, they're just, they've, they've, they're just happy after their world adventure okay. with, with Will. But they need to do the ceiling. They do. Yeah, well, you, it, it, you look yeah. around, all the bright colours, all the humanoid, fraggle creatures that aren't children or adults, they, they are like... It's, but the thing we is need to think of a new name, of, like, like like a fraggle and a doozer and a gorg and that kind of stuff. You need, we need 
like a new name for those. That's what people can do. People can can write in like Saturday Superstore style. Can they write in no, they PO just, box? No, this is 2019. They can drop us a message online. Oh, do you remember? Like, do you reckon these people remember Saturday Superstore? Well, you always just write in. Most of them are younger than us, and some of them are American, so it's uh-huh. wholly, uh, highly unlikely. <laughs> write in. Put your name and address on a stamped address envelope, right? And whatever. But we need to come up with a new name for like the humanoids, like little folk, like fraggles. A little folk is just good enough for me, I think. No, because it's not. That's not a. It's not descriptive of a of a of a new race of being or type. We're going way. Well, look, off. I I look, need it ce- from the, my movie. The ceiling. Yes, yeah, do the when ceiling. you look at the ceiling, it's difficult. Upgrade, but it, it's a, it's a tough job to do because it's a very brightly lit attraction. It's not like Pirates of the Caribbean. If you look up in Pirates of the Caribbean, you will just see blackness because it's all very dark inside. It's a small world. It's very highly lit, very bright and colourful. So you are going to see the ceiling. It's kind of unavoidable. Can I change my answer? Can I change? Can I change all my answers? Oh my god! What for all three? All three. I'm going to change all my answers. Right. But you have to go really quick. Really, we're right really, at the end really now. quickly. Okay. Right, so what? What? What are the categories again? Uh, what's your favourite? Pirates of the Caribbean. That's not changed. What one needs a revamp? Pirates of the Caribbean. What one needs to go? Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, no, that, what? Well, because in its current... If you're keeping it as it is, all the animatronic needs to be upgraded and the scenes need to be upgraded and there's, because they're really old. They're really old. Right? But I'd also be cool if they got rid of it in its current guise and bought in the one from like... Shanghai Disney. Oh, that's controversial. So, but I love the original. So that's the difficult thing. So that's why I'm using it for all three. Right. Because it's my favourite as it is now. Yeah. I think the animatronics should be upgraded because they are a little bit old. Yeah. It's like when you go and watch Terminator now after watching Terminator Genesis. Right now like, you're just drawing comparisons. I don't relate to. Like, you. Uh, like in Terminator, like Arnie looks rubbish, like mm-hmm. as a robot Arnie. Right. But in Terminator Genesis, they're pretty cool. Okay. And I'm sure in the latest movie as well. But you know, they need to upgrade the animatronics. And why does this need? And why does parts of the Caribbean need to go all together? No, in its current guise. Okay, to, oh, so to, I to see be replaced with the modern, the modern okay. parts of the Caribbean. Okay, you have answered that question in a very weird way. Yeah, but I will accept it. Yeah. Um, People. So, uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> Send your whatever in an envelope. Stamped address. I don't even know where you're going with this now. I think I think this is we're going to take this as a sign that we should sign off for the evening. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're done. Hot chocolate. Uh, hot chocolate. S'mores. Time. Yeah, definitely. Um, in the meantime, um, before we catch you on Happy the next Easter. podcast, Halloween. Do you need to go and have a lie down? Maybe. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Um, if you do want to get in touch for any reason at all, not just for any of the weird things that Scott is asking you to, then please do find us online. You will find us... When's at, Thanksgiving? At the end of the month. Okay. Happy um, Thanksgiving. On the last Thursday of the month. Oh, I'll save that then. I've save got a few that. podcasts. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Where was I? Twitter. Find us on Twitter, at Charlton's Do Dis, D-I-S. Find us on Instagram, at Charlton's Do Disney. And you will also find video content from us on YouTube, where you will find it... Find us at Chance Do Disney. Uh, You'll find me at home and just come round, have a drink. Bring pizza. I'll put a kettle on. Um, or I might be down the allotment. Yeah. You know. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Um, that's not a natural podcast. Um, anyway, uh, until next time, we will see you around, guys. Bye-bye. Catch you later. Bye.